welcome to the AFL Ratings Podcast. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to co-host Aaron Bryant. Thanks for having me, Pete. Aaron and I decided to put together this podcast for the 2023 season to provide an insight and game breakdown in which Aaron covers on ABC Radio. Whilst I will be in the office watching games, Aaron will be broadcasting games live from the commentary box, mostly from Adelaide. There will be plenty of coverage on Adelaide and Port Adelaide, but that will be mixed in with opponents throughout the season. It will be real footy chat, plus there will be some fantasy chat mixed in for the listeners to help them make clear and informed decisions. I, for one, am looking forward to this podcast, Aaron. Yeah, really excited for it. Um, obviously, we get a, a wide variety of teams, especially during gather round here in Adelaide. So I'll be able to see uh, a lot of what's out there. Um, I do a couple of games across the country as well. So yeah, really looking forward to this season. I think it's one of the most unpredictable in a long period of time. There's a, a good nine or ten teams that could make the eight. And um, I think both South Australian clubs would think they're in the hunt as well. So what to expect from the podcast this season? So each Sunday, uh, Aaron and I will pretty much record. It'll be approximately 20 to 25 minutes, uh, so they'll be either uploaded Sunday night or Monday morning uh, for you to listen. Uh, it'll be your view, Aaron, versus my view in the office here, uh, which is probably going to come across some uh, different uh, opinions, which will be great. Uh, South Australian team flavour, plus obviously uh, other opponents mixed in, and there'll be game analysis and just break down there as well. So there'll be news and injury news if anything relevant pops up over the weekend plus fantasy impact from each game. So for our opening podcast, we thought we would provide a preview of both South Australian teams. So on to Adelaide before we start. So here we go. How do you rate their pre-season, Aaron, for the Adelaide Crows? Yeah, surprisingly good. It's been a weird flipping of the script between these two clubs where, you know, Port had all this anticipation of being a top four side and Adelaide were hopeful that maybe they could escape this rebuild and push towards the eight. But the Crows have had a remarkable preseason. I mean, wins over Fremantle and West Coast, um, the latter was quite a significant margin. Um, they're very bullish about their prospects this year. They feel like the, the 22 has come together in terms of the kids that they've recruited and the top 30 picks they've got, which was always kind of their game plan at the start of 2020. And now it's really about filling out the rest of their roster with some free agents. And I think they've done that with, you know, Jordan Dawson and now Isaac Rankin. And I imagine they'll, they'll head to the free agency market again at the end of this year, but they, they think that they've started to fill those holes and the, the natural development of the kids is going to take them to that next step. So they think they're going to be on the cusp of the eight. Personally, I think they're probably more of a, uh, maybe a, a 10 to 12, 13 team, but it all depends on that opening first five rounds. They've got a pretty tough fixture to start their campaign. I mean, the Giants up first should be a win on the road, but again, we don't know what Adam Kinsley is going to deliver with that side. From there, Richmond, Port Adelaide, Frio, Carlton, it's a it's a tough opening month. So we'll see how they go after the first few weeks. Yeah, rounds two to five at Adelaide Oval, which is great. I'm pretty bullish on Adelaide uh, throughout their preseason, and that list build is coming together quite nicely. So this uh, team for Adelaide has got a uh, stamp. He's, he's straight on from Matthew Nick. So this is his game style, and I think we'll see it uh, go to the next level uh, this season. So... I'm actually really bullish on Adelaide uh, this year. I think they can really push for finals. So uh, obviously injuries play a large part in many teams and their uh, success for the season. But yeah, uh, that midfield mix, and we're going to see Richelli go into the midfield there this year and Rankin coming over from Gold Coast, he's going to go into the midfield there. 
Um, yeah, and Laird obviously will be a stronghold in that midfield. And Ben Keys, you know, he's probably going to see a split role there, half forward and into the midfield. So does he play that tagging role like he did with against uh, Carlton last year on Adam Saad? So that's one to for the listeners to really pay attention to. Is you know, is Ben Keys going to be a lockdown type player in the forward line? Um, and hopefully that uh, defence can hold up there as well. So it's pretty exciting for Adelaide from what I think could happen this year. Yeah, I think a lot of it, as you mentioned, will come down to the midfield. It's it's a tough battle when, you know, you look at the elite teams and to what Adelaide offers. You know, Rory Laird is, is clearly the, the staple of that. And Jordan Dawson, they eventually want to get into the midfield. But for now, he, he needs to be that backline general whilst they start to build some chemistry there. So you're relying on Sam Berry to take that next step. As you mentioned, Josh Rochelle, you know, it'll be his first year in the guts. Can he deliver against some of those bigger names when you play against a Carlton, for example, who have Patrick Cripps? Adam Scherer and Sam Walsh all in there. Can they hold up? And that'll be the big test. But uh, the, at both ends of the ground, I think they're definitely ready to take that next step. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. So I just wonder if, and you mentioned uh, at the end of the season, the trade period, I wonder if Adelaide are going to target like a big, big, like a big body midfielder to get in there and mix it up with um, opponents like like Cripps and Bontempelli and that. Yeah, there's a lot of free agents currently out of contract into the next year. So I think, um, you know, they will target South Australian, obviously, because it's harder to bring big name talent to Adelaide because, you know, the, the Melbourne pool is just there. Um, but, you know, a lot of players have wanted to come home over the past couple of years. So they'll certainly look in that area. OK, one breakout player for the season. Uh, it's a tough one for me. I think Sam Berry is... You know, a high chance of taking that next step. He had a, a pretty phenomenal season last year, and a high tackle count kind of contributed to that. But um, there's no reason why he can't keep that up. I mean, he looks bigger from what we saw in the preseason. That pressure is still there. Um, you know, he easily could could take that next step and be a more senior midfielder, which is pretty exciting if if he can actually get there. I mean, he's kind of value if he's able to do that at 84 average but it is it's a very risky punt if you do decide to pick him considering that price range and what's around him but um it's a tough one with Adelaide because yeah they, there are still a lot of kids uh, and you do want to see when you talk about breakout you want to see them take a pretty significant step so uh, I, I think Sam Berry is probably the most likely in terms of a big significant shift if you wanted to go a little bit younger um, maybe someone like Jake Saligo he again really loved it internally finds a lot of the footy Second-year player, hopefully he can push it up. He's at 58 average at the moment. Maybe he could be a 70s player. Um, otherwise, uh, their depth is a little bit shallow in terms of value. I mean, a lot of people will be looking to jump on Wayne Miller at, at 50 or 49 average, but um, I don't know if i call it a breakout year if he returns to his best at 70, but um, he'll certainly be one to watch. Yeah, for me, Josh Rochelle, so... Uh, it was an amazing start to his career last year. Then uh, he that became an interrupted season. So uh, full healthy Josh Rochelle, he's going into that midfield for a little bit of midfield mix. So that's one player that I expect to have a, a huge season. So obviously he's going to come across some opposition attention when he goes forward. But in that midfield, he can, he can offer certainly a different dynamic to the uh, again the Adelaide midfield. So. Let's move on to fantasy here. So players you are looking at from a fantasy perspective from the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, so I think off the top, Rory Laird has to be a lock in the majority of most teams. That There is this huge concern, considering what we saw in the preseason games, that he could be as good as last year. And if that's the case and you don't start with him, you're missing out on a ton of points. And it's going to be very hard to catch up to that 
0.07 million, you know, to, to try and get the money to get up to him. So uh, I've definitely got Laird in as M1. Jordan Dawson's obviously one to keep an eye on. He's going to be significantly good again down back and probably average 100 once again. He's not value, but he's a premium defender. Riley O'Brien's going to be on a lot of people's list. I think he is locked in as the main solo ruck now at the Adelaide Crows. They've been very happy with his preseason and his leadership, um, but I don't like what he's delivered on field so far. I think he gets a little bit lost out there still, and at his best, he's a, a key elite intercept marker, and we haven't seen that in the past few years. So uh, I'm not sure if he can be a 100 averaging ruckman, but he's certainly a stable one. You don't have to worry about transferring him in and out, which, you know, was the issue last year. Ruck roulette was an absolute nightmare. Um, Matt Crouch, I wouldn't bother. Um, he's going to be first into the midfield, but I can't see him being playing round one. And as you mentioned, Joshua Shelley, you know, I think a lot of people will look to see if he can really boost that average based on the midfield time he's receiving. He didn't win a lot of ball in the preseason in that role, but they're going to commit to it. So I imagine he will grow into it. Uh, for me, uh, obviously Jordan Dawson there as well uh, provides a pretty solid average. But yeah, Rory led uh, 1.07 million to start the season, and and my fear is that if I don't start uh, with him at round one, is that how am I going to get him throughout the year? Because uh, for me, Aaron, you're going to need Rory led at some stage of the season. So uh, there's a potential for a price reduction if he's a little bit quiet early. But if he goes off early, it's just it's going to be quite difficult to get him. Um, for Rory Laird. So let's move on to the next team here. So obviously it's poor to Adelaide. So how do you rate their preseason? Yeah, it's been really poor, which is disappointing considering that I thought their off-season was incredible. They filled every hole they needed to to try and take that next step and get into a grand final. They should have done it in 2020 and you know they were a kick away against Richmond. They 2021 made it to the prelim, was very disappointing. And then last year completely fell off a cliff a bit because of their slow start which I think a lot was a lot to do with injuries you know the lack of Charlie Dixon that bruising game against Brisbane round one where the, a lot of their players were battered including Connor Rosie so I fully expect them to be contending for finals if not top four but the preseason hasn't impressed at all the, the losses to Freo and West Coast the game plan I mean even in their intra-club Chad Corns came out and said he wasn't impressed with the intensity um, the game plan seems to be very similar to the last couple of years, which is bombing it in to Charlie Dixon, who brings it to ground, and then hopefully the smalls in Junior Rioli and Arazio Fantasia can, can score from there. But teams have really figured it out, and Dixon's older. He's not as mobile, and, and it's it just didn't work in the preseason. So they're, they're going to have to figure out another way to structure their forward line and their entries, because um, they do just like to bomb it in and then set up behind the ball. So um, hopefully... They make some changes before round one. Otherwise, I think Brisbane could really hand them a reality check at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, for me, it was actually quite concerning uh, that pre- those preseason games. Um, obviously, some injuries over the off season as well. Uh, none more so to Ollie Wines, who's had a super interrupted uh, preseason coming off surgery. So, uh, yeah, it's just there's a few players in that situation. Uh, Finlayson obviously struggling with his ankle there as well, and yeah, just a. Yeah, it's a little bit concerning here, and, and from what I've seen over preseason from teams in Victoria here, and, and obviously we had some vision last week, is that there are multiple teams ready to hit round one running uh, quite fast. So I just wonder, you know, and Brisbane is certainly one of those as well. So the vision that we've seen against Geelong last week, they were quite sharp. So, yeah, a little bit concerning from Port Adelaide's point of view. Uh, that draw to start, you know, Brisbane, Adelaide Oval, Collingwood MCG, Adelaide, Adelaide Oval, 
Sydney SEG and the Western Bulldogs at the Adelaide Oval is quite brutal to start the season, Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. It, it could easily be a really good run after that. You know, the Eagles St. Kilda Essendon North to follow is a really clean start to the year if they can just survive those first five weeks. You know, even if they lose to Brisbane, if they can manage to roll Collingwood, they should beat Adelaide. Um, Sydney, I'm not as bullish on them this year, but that game is at the SCG and the Western Bulldogs as well. I, I don't think they'll make the eight, but they're not easy games. You're right. So it, it could easily be a very dangerous opening month for Port, just like Adelaide. And we, we could have a scenario here in South Australia where both the clubs have a really poor start to the year and there's suddenly alarm bells across the state. So, um, yeah, we'll see how the opening round goes because Brisbane, for me, are, are premiership favourites. So it, it's certainly a tough task at home. Okay, one breakout player from Port Adelaide. Yeah, I think the the easy one is Connor Rosie. I think he's going to be a top five, top ten Brownlow player. I think he's going to be arguably a back-to-back John Cahill medalist. He, he's clearly uh, had a magnificent off-season. He looks in tremendous condition. His preseason games, he starred. He, he's going to be the face of this midfield. So um, we say breakout. You know, he averaged 88 or 85 last year. So he's, he's going to be a 100-plus player, I reckon. I think this is the year that Connor Rosie joins the elite midfield category. Um, other players, when I have a look through the list just quickly, um, I don't really like any of their rucks. The top four was not a chance. Jason Horn Francis was obviously one that, that could do that as well. And that largely depends on the Zach Butters role. He, he obviously has an AC joint injury. He'll play round one. But when he did play that last game against Frio, he, he didn't really see a lot of midfield time, Zach Butters, probably because of that injury. Um, when he gets back in there, Will it impact Jason on Francis a bit, who was quite impressive in the preseason? Probably. But I still think he takes that next step from 62 to maybe a 70, 80s player, and, and he looked really comfortable. So, yeah, I think in the midfield is where Port Adelaide shines this year. Up forward, their, their tools aren't really that great. If you want a bit of a smoky, I, I do like Lockie Jones. I think he's next in after those big four of Wines, Butters, Rosie, and Horn Francis. So he, he'll get some midfield time, and um, he's priced pretty low, you know, at 43. So... He could be a little punt if you're looking at someone around that D5, D6 area. Yeah, for me, I actually you know, take two players here. It's uh, And obviously with the departure of Carl Amon, I'm taking Miles Bergman and I'm taking Xavier Dersma. So Dersma, huge interruption uh, last year. So he comes back fully fit. Uh, I'm expecting a big season from him out the wing. And Miles Bergman obviously had some injuries early in his career as well. And he's ready to go. He'll, he'll own the other side of the ground there. So I expect two big seasons from both of those on each of those wings there. Okay, let's move on to a little bit of fantasy here. So players you are looking at from a fantasy perspective from Port Adelaide. Yeah, so originally I was hell-bent on getting Connor Rosie and Zach Butters into my team purely because from a value perspective, I I saw them as 100 averaging players. Um, Butters, I don't have any more. Errol Goulden has taken that spot um, purely because of that one preseason game that was just remarkable. Um, And the injury, I think I I don't tend to pick players who have a poor lead into round one because it takes them a while to get going. So I think Connor Rosie's the guy. You, You need to have him in your forward line somewhere. doesn't matter where he is. Um, Zach Butters, I'm going to ignore for now, but I think you know he's still value priced at 86. Um, who else am I looking at? To be honest, I think that might be it. Some people will be looking at Scott Lysett as a ruck because he's a bit more guaranteed, but he wasn't that impressive. And I think Brent Teagle will get some chances through the campaign. And even 
when Scott Lysett is a solo ruck, he doesn't score well. Like, you know you're going to get a good 70 out of him every week, but he's not going to make you any money. He's, he's not really going to go anywhere. So um, don't really rate the rucks. Juan Francis, again, as a forward option is good. Um, he'll be some value. It's just fitting him in when there's so many good options. Xavier Dersma, another one that, yeah, could take that next step, but, again, awkwardly priced. So to be honest, uh, I don't see Port that fantasy relevant outside of their, their forwards. Ollie Wines obviously could be um, a little pod for a couple of people in the midfield, but um, if you've already got Rosie in there, you don't really want to load up on too many of the same players. So I think just make sure you've got Connor in and then you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, certainly for me, it's Connor Rosie. So in the midfield there, so it's going to be strong midfield usage there. And I think he can uh, provide a solid average for the season. And Jason Horn francis there as well, uh, definitely consideration for me. Uh, obviously, it's going to be, uh, I would say, moderate to sh- strong midfield, so it puts up somewhere in the middle there. Uh, so it's, yeah, so if he can post a decent average, obviously you're getting a bargain by down low as well. Yeah, right. I think there's a possibility, um, just with the forwards quickly, Pete, that if Dunkley, Taranto, you know, Canelio, Rosie, Gordon, if one of them doesn't fire it's pretty easy to drop them down to a Horn Francis and use that money elsewhere. So yeah. I think um, I think avoiding him round one isn't the end of the world. You could you could easily get to him quite quickly. Yeah, certainly you can have a look and then make a decision after one or two rounds, that's for sure as well. Alrighty, well, that's it until post round one. So can you let the listeners know where to find you on Twitter and obviously uh, ABC as well? Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm at Aaron Bryans. I obviously call all of the South Australian games, so you can hear me on the ABC Listen app throughout the year. We're broadcasting every AFL game on there. It's also on the AFL app as well. Um, and on top of that, I have my local show on Saturdays at 11, SA Grandstand, so you can tune in on the ABC Listen app if you're not based in Adelaide for that, and we generally catch up with players and coaches from Adelaide and Port Adelaide, so we get some good insight in there as well. So uh, I'm on all varieties of platforms. I'm sure you can find me somewhere. I guarantee that you should be following Aaron on Twitter because, again, interviews on Saturday and once we get into, like, Fantasy Lock and Saturday, anyone's looking for any pieces of information, you have Aaron right there with the South Australian teams asking questions and sometimes there's a bit of fantasy flavour in there as well. So uh, Aaron, definitely a a must-follow on Twitter, that's for sure. Uh, And obviously I'm at AFL Ratings, Pete, and obviously I'll provide a stack of content on aflratings.com.au. Well, that's it until the end of round one, Aaron. So completely looking forward to it, and we'll speak to you then. Best of luck, Pete, with your first team. Yes, you too.